Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Kurt Landry. Kurt Landry is the founder of Kurt Landry Ministries. He and his wife, Christy, travel extensively, preaching the gospel and empowering families to apply the Word of God to everyday life. His focus is heavily on Israel, where he aims to bridge Israel and the church through providing safety and resources to those in need. And now, Kurt Landry will encourage you to put thankfulness back into your life in a bigger way and will teach the yoke-breaking power of being thankful. Let's dive into the message. Thankfulness is the key to happiness. Okay? And so it's worthwhile to invest in your, I'm going to use a term that, that, that this is a secular term and this comes from corporate trainers and my first pastor is now a, one of, actually is an, a national corporate trainer uh, in the business mountain, Pastor Steve Gutzler. And we'll have him here someday. But he calls it emotional intelligence. And I like that term because people don't realize that you have to develop your emotions and actually feed your emotions intelligence in order to succeed. And you should know that anytime you're in business or in sports, someone's trying to trash talk you because they're trying to get their, your focus so that they can beat you. And you should be smart enough to know that. You know, if you watch Muhammad Ali in the day, his mouth was moving all the time. He trash talked all those guys until they got out of sync. And then when they did, they would flip out, use all their energy. He'd rope a dope, wait on them, and then he'd take them out. Most of you go, who's that? Well, anyway, that's what. <laughs> but he was a great boxer. But you know what he knew how to do? He knew how to manage his emotional intelligence. And in business, I can tell you, just like in, in, in business, too many business people, the reason they don't close deals, they talk too much. After you put out the ask, you have to shut up, and whoever speaks first, that's who wins. Now, this is just science. This is how this works. And so in the spirit realm, it's the same way. What happens is you're negotiating in the spirit realm with the enemy, and sometimes we talk too much. Sometimes you just need to be able to just look at the enemy and say, no, I'm thankful I'm healed. Once it's sealed and it's over, just thank him. Just thank him, I'm healed. I learned something very powerful in the early days when I was in Washington State. I needed really some real on-fire preaching, and I came across a, a, a black pastor from Virginia. And uh, I had gone to a conference in Tulsa. It was called a Zusa conference, and uh, and there was a preacher there, and uh, you'll know who it is now, but his name was T.D. Jakes. But back in the day, no one knew him. And so I'd send him his ministry a large check. I was a fruit broker. And they have these things called cassettes. 
And I actually sent him, I had our secretary in my office send bubble-wrapped envelopes. Yeah, bubble-wrapped envelopes and with the stamps on it. And I, and I said to his office, to the secretary, anytime that man speaks, you send me a cassette. I'll never forget on those tapes when he said, I'm not afraid to extend God praise because he is worthy of all praise. I'm not afraid to extend him credit for something he hasn't done that he's going to do because he's worthy. I can hear it now. He's worthy. And the impartation that came into this little fruit broker in Washington State was this, that after I claim it, I extend praise to seal it. I put a demand on the atmosphere. I am not afraid to thank you in advance for the gift. If my Father in heaven told me it is coming, I am not afraid to thank him in advance. Thankfulness is a duminous power of God in the heavenlies. Thankfulness stirs the angels to bring things about. It empowers them. I did some study on this message this week and I went to uh, Dr. Jonathan uh, Fader and it says gratitude has been defined as a life orientation toward the positive. Positive people are thankful people and it's a choice. Have you ever noticed whiners and complainers are not thankful? Thankfulness the Lord gave me this word. Thankfulness dismantles depression. You cannot be depressed when you're thanking God or thanking people for what you have. In the midst of any, any type of battle. Paul said it this way in Philippians 4.12. It says, I know how to be. And that translates, I have trained or learned my, uh, myself. I have trained myself to abase and I know how to abound everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer in need. So he trained his soul. His emotional intelligence was trained to remain thankful regardless of people places and circumstances regardless of people places and circumstances it's a choice you got to make a choice I am going I, I, just, I don't travel as much as I used to but when I was traveling as much as Randy does I learned to say with Christy and I even if we miss the flight we're going to turn it into a party and I'm serious we go to the Marriott order room service have those Marriott burgers in bed and rent a movie. No, we turned because we chose to be thankful. And as soon as we did that, it's amazing how few flights we missed. Thankfulness and gratitude decreases depression levels. This is proven medically, but it also is related to low risk of uh, a variety of disorders such as generalized anxiety disorders and various phobias, as well as addictions to nicotine, alcohol, and drugs. Thankfulness promotes improved relationships. Thankful people 
are more likely to forgive. Thankfulness can elevate your overall health, lower your stress levels, and promote sound sleep. Is this helping anyone? You need to say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm joining the Thankful Club. In Colossians 3, chapter 15, and it says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let is a choice. It's a choice. Let. You have to let the peace of God come into your heart. It's a choice. To which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Be thankful that you have access to the peace of God. That word is shalom. Nothing broken, nothing missing. And that your destiny of your life is in God's hand. Verse 16. Let the word of Christ. Christ, Christo, in the Latin, I mean in the Greek, it means anointing. Let the anointed word of God dwell richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. But you have to let the anointed word come into your life. It's, it's not a, God is not a trespasser. You have to choose to let it come into your life. And whatever you do in word and deed, deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father. It's a choice and through him. First Chronicles 16, 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his mercies endure forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. I need to go deep here because you need to understand that his mercies endure not just for this short life of, of 80 years or whatever we live, 90 years, whatever that may be, whatever that, that time is. Our times are in the Lord's hands. But oh, give thanks unto the Lord because what happens is when you don't give thanks here, you're going to be very uncomfortable when you get to heaven and you're ruling and reigning in the new Jerusalem for a thousand years because that's all they're going to do. So you might as well get used to giving thanks now. Philippians 4 and 6. Be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Thanksgiving prayers activate healing into your emotional intelligence. Thankfulness is an antibiotic, thankfulness is an antibiotic to anxiousness. Stress, anxiety, fear, doubt, and unbelief take two doses of thanksgiving and see me in the morning. 
Isaiah 12, 4 through 5. And in that day you will say, praise the Lord and call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the people. That's being thankful for what he has done, his deeds. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord. And he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. I get frustrated when I hear people that will say, oh, they have great worship. Well, their worship's not so... I may tell you what, anytime anybody's worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth, whether it's songs, hymns, spiritual songs, old psalms, new psalms, however it comes out, when it is spirit in truth, it is thankfulness to God. Some of you haven't had the privilege to travel in foreign countries, but, but when you go to foreign countries and they're singing songs and you have no idea because of the language barrier, if you're spirit-filled, you're in the Holy Spirit, you can feel the thankfulness come out. I was watching a YouTube, I was so convicted, I was watching this YouTube of the underground church in China that watches us. And I'm humbled that they would watch us. And after I watch them on YouTube, I wonder why they watch us. Because we need what they have more than we, what we have. Because the missionary they had come and speak, he got there at 8.30 in the morning and they asked him to speak until 7.30 at night in a room that's over 100 degrees. And that if they get uncovered, that they'll go to jail and be tortured. And then they asked the missionary if he'd come back the next day. He was there three days and he's preaching 11 to 12 hours a day. And the reason is they don't have any Bibles. And without Bibles, all they have is the testimony of these preachers coming from the West. So it's basically like a living Bible getting up there and speaking to them. And they're so hungry, they just want everything. But why is there such an anointing in the underground church? Because they're absolutely so thankful because of their oppression of, of their lifestyle, living in a socialistic, communistic oppression, that, that when they get a chance to come into the Lord, that, that it's the only liberty that they have. Their souls are liberated. They're no longer oppressed. They're no longer fearful. You know, they get into that place of the glory. They don't care who comes in and wh whether they get arrested or not. In Hebrews 12 and 28, therefore... Since we are receiving, which is a gift, receiving a kingdom, when we receive the kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, let us have favor by which we may serve God acceptably in reverence. And reverence is true honor. And true honor means that you are thankful to be in the presence of that person. When we sit on the Lord in any service and we do not honor the Holy Ghost. And, and I'm, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this apostolically. A lot of you young preachers and some of you old preachers, when you come into a service or a conference, you like to sit down on that front row and you visit and you talk and whisper and like you're having this special meeting and you're hang, hanging out together with all the other big shot VIPs on the front row and speaking. That not only offends me, but it offends the Lord. 
Because we're in the house of God to worship God. And you've not arrived at some spot where you can, you know what, you can visit in the green room. And I know you're so busy because you had to fly in and fly out. But you need to know, you got all these baby Christians watching, and the camera's always swinging around, watching you guys talk as if you are so high you don't need to be worshiping God. When that worship starts, you better be praising that Lord, praising the Lord. You better realize that every second and every breath, when the word says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. That means this breath that goes out was mine, but the next one that comes in is a gift from God. Because there's no guarantee that that next breath coming in, that you're even going to get it. No one is guaranteed it, for the time is in the Lord's hands. So anytime you're in the presence of God, in the corporate setting of the K-lot of the believers, you need to make sure that you are ready to praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? There is a new season of honor and praise. You watch, you go to the YouTube and you watch those underground church people in China. And if you watch the way they worship, it, it, it almost shamed me to say, oh my gosh, look at these people. They're just pressing in and crying out for hours. Thanksgiving prayers sanctify everything that we say. The scripture goes on to say, for it is, it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Thanksgiving actually dusts off your promises so that they can be activated now. You have prophetic words, you have proclamations, you have decrees, you have seeds that have been sown, declarations that have been made, supplications that have been uh, presented to God. And if you want them to come into the manifested world where that as it is in heaven on earth, thanksgiving and praise is the transport. The FedEx from heaven to earth is thanksgiving. If what you want is in heaven, be thankful and be thanking him that it's coming. A scripture we all know so well. Psalms 104, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless his name. And I'm closing with this, and then we're going to activate this praise. Isaiah 61 and 3. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called the trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified
It's Thanksgiving. 5778. New beginnings. Many of you are in great transition. And that transition has caused a lot of pressure and a lot of heaviness. The Lord is saying to you on this Thanksgiving, trade in that heaviness for the garment of praise. Trade in that sadness for joy. Allow the anointing oil to break the yoke of sadness. Allow the anointing oil to break the yoke of doubt and unbelief. Allow the praise to be a bridge, a FedEx from heaven to earth. That Jesus himself, Yeshua HaMashiach, would come and dwell amongst us. If you need healing in your body, you need healing in your soul. If you have an, if you're fighting oppression, if you're too focused on yourself... If you've been a Christian too long and you forgot the simplicity that Jesus himself possesses the praises of his people. If, if you've become too old in your Christian walk to forget that he created you to praise him. That you are vessels of thanksgiving. You are a miracle. You are a sign and wonder. You are unique and God created you in his image. And God so loved you and so loved the world that he gave a gift of his only begotten son. To expunge our sins. To cancel the world's punishment and judgment that brings death and destruction, hell and damnation for eternity. He gave his only son and by the blood of Jesus we can come into the courts of heaven and apply that blood to cancel every word from the accuser of the brethren. That we have the power of the blood of Jesus to expunge all sins. Not just current but all the way back to the garden. That we can come into the courts of heaven. And everything that was, that was familiar in our family bloodline and DNA from sin to disease can be canceled. And that which hung on the cross that was pure and holy. Its seed was God planted in a woman. That DNA runs through our blood. That is our identity. That is our purpose. That is our inheritance and it is our legacy. Praise God that we don't have to tolerate poverty. We don't have to live in lack. We don't have to live in sickness and disease. We don't have to live in the fear of death for where is your sting? For my name is in the book. And to be a part of this life within a short veil Within a millisecond, we are in the presence of a mighty God. We have been sanctified and justified by faith in this blood. And he is worthy of all praise. And he has allowed us to be vessels of thanksgiving. He has created wells of salvation. And if it wasn't enough, he sent his Holy Spirit with fire. He told his disciples, wait until you are empowered on high. For the fireball of God comes down, rests in the soul, and starts dealing with the 
emotional intelligence. That fire starts to burn up the doubt, unbelief. All the molestations of mental torment are burned up in the fire of the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost comes, it comes to burn up all those things that are contrary to you saying, Thank you, Lord. You are worthy of all praise. May the fire of the Holy Spirit fall upon this broadcast. May the fire of the Holy Spirit fall upon this house as we enter his courts with thanksgiving and we enter his courts with praise. And we say, this is the thanksgiving the Lord has made. And I will be glad and rejoice in it. For this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. When I first got saved at Grace Church, we would sing that song. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and be glad in him. This is the day. And this is your day. The Lord says it. This is your day. There's always a day when you make a spiritual paradigm shift in one basic foundational principle that causes all the other dominoes to fall. This is the day Thanksgiving is released with the oil of joy. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Kurt Landry. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.